You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's a good day. It's a good week. And yes, it is a good week. America is beautiful. America is great. America is awesome. And I, you know, look, I, I, some of you sometimes will email me and go, Victor, you always sound so cheerful. How do you do that? How do you sound positive? Folks, there's a lot to be positive about. There really, really is. You woke up this morning and you were above the ground and you woke up in the greatest country on the planet that's something to be positive about that's something to feel good about uh, i i know there's craziness all around but uh, you got to look at the positive you, you just got to and uh, i'm going to talk about some of the positive today and i'm going to talk about the, the stark difference between what you saw last week the America that you were told exists last week versus the total obliteration of that viewpoint within the first five minutes of the convention last night that started. Uh, I, I mean, it's just it's an amazing thing to see, folks. But uh, before I get into that, let me do this. You are listening to America's Web Radio. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz. Bienvenidos a todos a mi show. All right, folks, look, this is uh, – I just want to get into – I just want to jump right in and get into some of the differences. Um, if you didn't watch the PBS special for Biden last week, I mean the uh, Democrat convention last week, uh, you didn't miss much, and I'm not surprised if you didn't watch it. Their ratings were in the toilet. So if there was a positive thing to, that came from last week, it was the fact that the ratings, the viewership for the Democrat National Convention were in, were in the toilet. Um, they would, let me put it to you this way. America's Got Talent had more viewership than the Democrat National Convention last week. So, so that's a positive. See, like I said, folks, you gotta find the positives in this thing, in these things. Um, so last week we had the Democrat, what, what I'm calling, what looked like a PBS special for, <laughs> to save Joe Biden. Um, but they called it the Democrat National Convention. But, but folks, look at the tones. I want you to, uh, if you didn't watch, that's okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, uh, what went on and I'm gonna sum it up for you rather easily and quickly. Um, but the differences and, and and you look you can go and look up on YouTube or or other places and you can see a montage see some clips of what the Democrat in fact I implore you to especially if you're a Democrat well if you're a Democrat maybe you did watch it but then again maybe you didn't because the ratings were in the toilet but uh, I implore you to go and look at some of the speakers that the media would not show you from last week Go and research and pull up some of the speakers from the Democrat convention that didn't make it to TV. CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS, PBS. There was no way they were going to show you. This is what they're hiding from you. Um, I don't even think Fox News showed it, except maybe some of the opinion shows. Um, 
They probably showed some of them. But go look up some of the speakers you did not see or that were not televised. Um, folks, there were speakers on there that were 100% trashing this country. There were speakers on there that were telling you that history needs to be erased. The history of this country doesn't need to be taught. That a new vision needs to be told. So they want to make up what this, what they think this country should be. They want to make it up. And if that wasn't bad enough, there was a guy on there that gave the pledge, that said the Pledge of Allegiance, although they had to change the words. Uh, I think at one point they took out, in God we trust. And another point, if you watch, this guy gets up there and gives the pledge. And at the end, he adds a sentence. Uh, folks, this is just... It, it, it is what the Democrat Party is today. And the media is doing everything they can to hide it from you. They want you to hate Orange Man bad so much, they want your hatred to put Biden into the White House. They don't, they're not showing you or telling you, neither is Biden though, let's be honest. The Democrat politicians, Biden and Harris, and the rest of the ilk over there, the mainstream media, they are not telling you what their hope is for this country. They're not telling you what policy hope they have for this country. They're not telling you what policies they're going to put forward to help anyone in this country. They're hiding their true intentions because they think they can ride the emotion of hatred all the way to the White House. And ladies and gentlemen, we cannot allow this to happen. Uh, we've got to We've got to put the positivity that is America, the real history that is America. That's got to be on the ballot. So as I told you before, I think we're on the way. And after watching that monstrosity of a convention last week, uh, I am convinced even more so that Trump is on his way to a huge landslide. But we must act and behave like we're behind. We've got to make sure that we're all going out to vote and that we're telling our family to go vote and, and we're educating your family and your friends and letting them know, don't vote on your emotion of hatred. Vote for the policy. Vote for the country that is the United States. Um, vote for the American way. Vote because you want freedom and liberty to reign the day and win the day. Um, that's what we're voting for in November. So you can go out and, and, and feel good about speaking to friends and neighbors and family who, who maybe, maybe, maybe they're caught up in this emotional mess that is the Democrat Party. So go out and talk to them and show them the difference between an emotion that isn't going to help anyone's life versus a policy that is going to help someone's life. It is easy, easy to take down a Democrat or, or the leftists, uh, it's easy to take down their so-called reason to go vote in November because their reason to vote in November is hatred. Ladies and gentlemen, do you want to move forward with this country on the basis of hatred? The very thing the so-called Democrat Party uh, of democracy the very thing that they're telling you they're against, they're pushing. They're on one hand supposed to be against hatred, but they flame the emotions of hatred. The Democrat Party of today that tries to convince you 
that they're against hatred. They're they're for all these these wonderful emotional feelings, and they're for everyone. That party is fueling the flames of hatred every day. They're telling you you need to hate orange man bad. You need to hate not just Donald Trump. Oh no, you can't just stop there. Your hatred needs to be for Trump supporters. Your hatred needs to be for the Trump family. Your hatred needs to be for flyover America. Your hatred needs to be for the farmer. The farmer who's out there farming uh, your food, you got to hate him. The person who who lives their life according to the Bible, you got to hate him. The person who who drops everything on Sunday morning to go to church, you've got to hate him. The person who will dare work 50, 60 hours a week, you got to hate them. The person that will do double shifts, you got to hate them. The person who will work two or three jobs, as I did as a kid, as a teenager, as in my early 20s, no less than three jobs did I work. You got to hate me. My father, who back in the 60s, worked two and three jobs at a time. You gotta hate him. That is the message of the Democrat Party. So, why would you want to go to the polls on the emotion of hatred when we have so much to be thankful for? We have so much to love. We have so much to look forward to. As Tim Scott pointed out last night, and if you didn't watch Tim Scott's speech, please look it up and go watch it. As he pointed out, we are an imperfect nation. There's no perfect nation, no perfect person, no perfect policy. There's no perfect anything on this planet. But the fact that we're an imperfect nation that has been able to evolve... And because we are of the people, by the people, for the people, and no other country can say that, that is why the United States, that is why we can evolve. That is why there is an an American exceptionalism that we can speak of and be proud of. It's because we can take our fellow imperfects and we can evolve and we can change and we can adapt and we can make things right. That is what this country has to stand on. We took an awful wrong and made it right. We've done it time after time after time. We sent our blood, our young, we sent them over to Europe to stomp out a maniacal Nazi man called Hitler. We did that. Um, We went to South Korea. We went and bled in the Korea Peninsula to stop the spread of communism. We did that. Um, I could go on and on, folks. We are an amazing, exceptional nation. We open our doors to the world. There's a legal way to do it, but we have our legal doors open. We invite the downtrodden here if they want to come work, if you want to come make a better life for yourself, if you want to come here and be part of the American culture, if you want to come here and adapt and assimilate to the American culture, then America welcomes you as they did my father, as they did my uncle. 
Those are two men that I will forever look up to and will forever be thankful for watching what my father did growing up living the American dream and what my uncle did growing up living the American dream. The dream that wasn't found in any other part of the world, folks. It's here in America. And this is not the America that the Democrats tried to convince you through hatred. That's what they did last week. They spent time, their whole four days last week of recorded messages. Folks, Michelle Obama, who I think she might be a nice person. She might be a good mom. I'm sure she is. But she sat in her $12 million home and told you she was oppressed. I mean, folks. All right, we're going to go to our first break. And when we come back, I'm going to get into some more differences from last week versus the first five minutes of last night. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctor's conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back. All right, folks, let me get into some things here about last week. Um, This feeble show that the Democrats put on last week was basically nothing more than platitudes, cliches, topped with some self-importance, and just abject stupidity. Um, Ask yourself, (laughs) do you want to vote for that? Isn't it time to ask yourself that question? Isn't it time to ask yourself why? Um, We went into the break, and I told you, look, Michelle Obama, nothing against her. I'm not going to judge her as a person. But for her to sit... And from her multi one of her multi million dollar homes, and tell we the people that she's oppressed somehow, um, folks. It, it is it is ridiculous, folks. Here's the thing. Look, my theme for today's show, if you looked at the title, is isn't it time to ask yourself why? And one of the reasons I put that there is because isn't it time to ask yourself why the Democrats are so against the working American? They're so against the working citizen. And how do I know this? 
because everything the Democrats say they want to do, they want to tax you. They want to tax the, the, the worker. They want to tax you to oblivion. They'll say, oh, we're just going to tax this rich guy over here or this 400. Now it's 400,000. Folks, do you know how many small business Americans who, because it's a small business, uh, their, their taxes are done on a regular individual tax basis and their company may be showing $400,000 in revenues, but they don't get to take a fraction of that home and now you want to tax them even more? Um, there, there are people that barely get by. Their business may be pulling in 400000 in gross receipts, but after their expenses and taxes and everything, they're not taking home four hundred grand. And now Biden and the Democrats want to tax them more. Folks, you cannot tax the rich or, or small business, which is what Biden is going to do. Folks, small businesses are not rich like they want you to believe they are. They're hardworking Americans who are living, some of them paycheck to paycheck to keep their business going. And Biden and the Democrats want to tax them even more and they want to tax them to oblivion, which means whatever you buy as a consumer is going to go up because you cannot continue to tax the business people of this world, of this country, I'm sorry, the business people of this country and not think that that's not going to trickle down to you, the consumer. So who are the Democrats hurting? They're hurting you and me and the common American. They're hurting the common worker who they pretend to fight for. This is how I know. Because you hear them. All you hear the Democrats say is we've got to tax that guy. We've got to tax that business. That, that, that. But what don't you hear the Democrats say? And this is why I want you to ask yourself, isn't it time to ask why? Why don't you hear the Democrats say... Taking to the stage, multi-million dollar sports athlete, Colin Kaepernick. Why don't you hear him say that? Why don't you hear him say the multi-million dollar uh, actress who's now going to have a... I'm sorry, I said taking to the stage. I mean, taking to the pre-recorded audio now, we're going to bring to you the such-and-such actress who makes $20 million a, a, a film. Why don't they say that, folks? Why don't they point out... The unbelievable wealth of the athlete, the unbelievable wealth of the actress, of the actor, the unbelievably wealth of the director, all these Hollywoodians, why don't they point it out? Why don't they point out their wealth? Why don't they say, we're going to go to our supporters and we're going to ask them, no, wait, no, nay, we're not going to ask. We're going to force them through taxes to pay more of their wealth. Why? Why don't they say that? Well, folks, because they vote Democrat. They already get they get their money through donations, um, and they get their their power through their votes. But you, the hardworking American who 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 clings to your Bible and clings to your guns, you cling to your Constitution. Oh, see, you're not a Democrat voter. You're a deplorable. You're a nasty, dirty Walmart shopper. You don't vote. You're not smart enough to vote and give the Democrats more power. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. You're a dirty Walmart shopping deplorable Trump voter. You cling to your guns. You cling to your Bibles. You see who they're after, folks? And if you're a Democrat and you think you're above the 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 uh, Democrats' wrath... You've been sadly mistaken, and you are sadly mistaken, and you're buying into 
the platitudes, the cliches that is the Democrat Party. Their actions, ladies and gentlemen, the actions of the Democrat, the actions of the left, is everything is everything we should stand against um, because their actions are going against the very people they pretend to help. So I'm asking you, take a look at this difference. Take a look. The difference is there. You don't have to vote for uh, the Republicans because you like Donald Trump. But you better vote for the Republicans because you like the United States of America or you love freedom. If you love liberty, if you love the power of the individual, then the choice is clear. (laughs) You can only vote for Donald Trump and the Republicans. Now, I am not telling you you've got to love all the Republicans. God knows I do not love the establishment Republicans. But we have to vote for what we have right now, the choice before us, which is the Republican Party. And we hold them. We will hold them, of course, their feet to the fire. But Donald Trump is not an establishment Republican. Donald Trump is not an establishment politician. Donald Trump isn't even a politician, which is why this Hispanic, this freedom-loving American right here, because I can speak for myself and myself only, has no problem not only wearing the Trump train t-shirt, thank you listeners in Florida, um, or thank you to a certain listener in Florida who was so kind to give me the shirt, <laughs> the Trump train. Not only is this Hispanic, this proud American proud to wear this shirt, I'm proud to say that I will be casting my vote for President Trump because I can't support a party that doesn't support the American citizen. I can't support a party that doesn't support the American dream. I can't support a party, the Democrat Party, who tells you there is no American dream. Their American dream is government. Ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake. The Democrat message to you, the American, the Democrat message is let us control everything so that we then can control you. Their message is, you can't make it. Their message is to somebody like my father and my uncle, my uncle Juan, who came to this country just like my father did. Uh, he, he, he was a, a I, I, look, he was a huge success and he even worked in government. He, he was an engineer for the Water Bureau. Um, he got to where he got because of the American dream. He came to this country to follow and to achieve. But now the Democrats are telling you, oh, no, no, that can't happen anymore. That doesn't exist anymore, you see. You have to give us, the Democrats, the power to do it for you because you can't do it for yourself. This is the message of the Democrat Party. Do you want your kids to grow up with this message? That you can't achieve it. But if you give us, the Democrat Party, the power over you, we will achieve it for you. Ladies and gentlemen, please understand, and this is for any socialist government, any communist government, any Marxist government, and this especially goes for today's Democrats. If you give this much power to government over you, if you give every aspect of your life, if you give that power over to the government, 
because you think the government can give you equality, if you think the government can give you an, a, a, a living wage, if you think the government's going to give you a beautiful house to live in that's like Michelle Obama's house, you are so mistaken. Because if you think the by giving the government complete power over you to give you everything you need, that same government, once you have foregone all of your individualism, once you say, yes, government, please give me what I need, once you do that, then you are clearing away for that government, that all-powerful government, to do to you whatever they want. Not only can they give to you what they think you need or what they think you deserve, they can then do to you whatever they want. You want me to give you an example? Go ahead and give the Democrat Party control over health care. Go ahead and let the Democrat Party bring in uh, single-payer health care, which is a fancy name for socialized medicine. Go ahead and give them that power. Because when you stand up and you decide that you don't want that vaccine, no matter what it is for, a vaccine for uh, for eating meat, a vaccine for the corona Wuhan virus, when you stand up and say, no, no, thanks, I don't want that 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 uh, <laughs> that shot. I don't want this, that. Uh, my goodness, I, I am going to draw a blank here. But if you stand up and have the audacity to say, no, I don't want that vaccine. The government is then going to look at you and go, well, then we're not going to see you at the doctor's office. Because we, the government that controls your health care and controls your doctor, we're not going to allow you to make an appointment to have the surgery or to come be seen and be treated for a virus if you didn't agree to take the vaccine. Do you want your government to have that kind of power? And it, don't doubt me. Look throughout the world. Because that is the kind of power that you're obviously willing to give, you Democrats. You're willing to give the, the, the Democrat Party because they're coming after every aspect of your life. And just don't ever forget, if the Democrat Party can control everything you deserve or everything that you need, then they can do whatever they want to you. Just remember that. It's that simple, folks. It's that simple. So this election, I'm telling you, it's not Biden versus Trump. It's lawlessness. It's a socialized America. It's a Marxist America. It's that movement versus the American way, the American history, the American way of life. All right, folks, we're going to go to the next break. And when I come back, I'm going to give you the percentage of the nation's problem. I'm going to give you the person who, or the people who are to blame for most of the nation's problems. So don't go anywhere. You'll be, uh, we'll be right back. This is America's Web Radio on point with Victor. Want to give your family, our loved one, the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the tornadobodydryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it, and you'll love having one in your shop. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schurz, as we talk about the topics that doctors talk about amongst themselves, such as Medicare, Obamacare, alternative forms of care, and health information technology. Join us every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. 
If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com, and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance needs. Email Ellen Deal at MAGA45CAG at gmail.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, let's get into some things here. Uh, More about um, what you saw last week. So look, last week you saw a lot of people who have been in political office for decades. Biden has been in, in a, has had nothing but a political career. He's been in politics for 49 or so years. Um, Harrison, Her, Harrison, uh, Harris, Kamala, Kamala Harris has, um, I mean, she started up her, well, let's just say she started up the political ladder um, way back, you know, in her youth. Um uh, Pelosi and and the rest of them, Sanders. <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> Sanders has been in. I mean, the man's never had a job. He's had nothing but politics. Uh, I mean, it's it's just, you know, the the crazy thing about Bernie Sanders is this man uh, is a lover of communism. Spent his honeymoon in in communist Russia. Somehow was I mean I don't understand the people of Vermont. I love the state of Vermont. Uh, don't don't misunderstand me. Um, I love Vermont. I, I have driven through Vermont uh, several times, and and my goodness, my goodness, I love it. Um, I've, I've it's just it's it's a great place. And but how they they elected this uh, Bernie Sanders, I believe, was elected a mayor, and then that you know he worked his way on up to senator, and is a devout socialist. The guy loves Marxism. He loves communism. He's a self-proclaimed socialist, and yet they still elected him year after year after year after year. It's amazing to me. But but anyway, so so what you had last week and recorded messages and look, folks, I am not convinced that Biden didn't uh, that that message wasn't recorded. I, I just don't believe he 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 did that live. Um, I, I haven't been able to verify it, but. Uh, if he did do it live and he made it through about a, I don't know, 15, 20 minute speech live, um, I'd like to know what drugs they shot him up with to keep him coherent for 15, 20 minutes. Um, now I know all he had to do was read and, and it was quite obvious that he was struggling to do that because of the, I mean, just watch it folks. You'll see what I'm saying. Um, but anyway, uh, he, he clearly was, uh, Shot up with maybe it was pre- pre- prethogen. Prethogen, I think, is a medicine that uh, helps people remember things. I don't know, but uh, but anyway, um, look, I feel sorry for the guy. I'm not making fun of him. Uh, I think it's awful what they're doing to him and what they're putting him through because the man is clearly, clearly uh, in in decline and and should be enjoying the last years of his life. But instead, they're using him to to uh, try and gain power, and, and it's an awful thing to see. Um, Joe Biden can't go out and do live events, folks. There is no science on this planet that says that he needs to campaign from his basement. But yet, that's what he's telling you. I'm following the science, so I'm going to stay in my basement, and I'm going to virtual campaign. It's ridiculous, folks. 
It's ridiculous. He cannot answer questions. He can't go through the scrutiny of, of somebody who actually will hold him to the fire. Somebody who will actually say, how are you going to pay for this grandiose uh, plans of yours? Uh, somebody stand in front of him and go, why are you trying to say you're moderate? You know what, folks? Let me deviate for a minute. This is another reason because also – I named my show uh, – I mean the theme of this show is not only is, is, is a time you're, to ask yourself why. Uh, it's also a time you know, to, to ask yourself who is Biden lying to. Is he lying to the suburban women or is he lying to Antifa and BLM and, and the, the leftist Ocasio-Cortez part of the Democrat Party? Who is he lying to? Because Biden is trying to tell, he goes out and uh, doesn't go out. He doesn't go anywhere. But he sends out a recorded message for the suburban women of America saying, I'm a moderate, and so is Kamala. We're moderates. We're just two moderates here that want to uh, fight for you, and we want to fight against Orange Man Bad. And we know you women out here don't like Orange Man Bad. So we're moderates. But then go and look what this what this convention was last week and go look at the speakers that they won't show you on TV. And then go show, go look at the videos of recorded messages of Biden when he when he talks to anyone from Antifa or anyone from BLM or or any activist, uh, when he talks to Sanders, when he talks to Cortez. Just listen to Bernie Sanders himself when he tells you Biden is going to be the most progressive president ever elected if he's elected. There is no moderate Biden. There is no moderate uh, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Kam- Kam- <laughs> Kamala. Kamala Harris has Kamala. Kamala Harris has the most leftist voting record in the United States Senate. Her voting record is to the left of Bernie Sanders. There's no moderate there, but yet the Biden team, on a daily basis, is lying to suburban women because they think suburban women don't like Trump so we can ride in on, on a perceived uh, a moderate horse. But yet, if you look at Biden's plans, he signed on to the Green New Deal. He signed on to stop drilling. He signed on to stop fracking. He has signed on to, to every leftist Marxist agenda that there is. So there is no moderate Biden. So, all right, now I'm going to get to some more things, unless, David, you have something to say. Yes, uh, as a matter of fact, I do. This is hot off the press, as a matter of fact, very hot off the press. And uh, News it flash. goes to uh, show what AP and UPI know and, uh, and the American public know. We have just gotten the news in that the Republican convention last night so far outrun outran pardon me outran the dnc convention in the category of women better many many times better looking women (laughs) at the rnc than at the democrat they had prune faces at the democrat national convention whereas at rnc last night you had nothing but good looking and better looking and uh, it should be that way again tonight so ap and uh, upi have put out the uh, category of best dressed and best looking women that's a heck of a news break there david well you know david when you're negative all the time you're going to be prune face yeah when you have a positive message you wear a positive message so so that doesn't surprise me one bit well both both in my opinion both um both uh kimberly Kimberly guilfoyle yeah uh i liked what she was wearing and then uh 
It's hard to beat Nikki Haley. Oh, I just, Nikki Haley's a rock star. I've mentioned that before. On that's why. Show. That's why Russia and yeah. uh, at the UN they couldn't get anything done. They kept looking at her. They kept looking at her. <laughs> well, so it is good know, news to know that the yeah. Republicans have maintained their status in good-looking women. <laughs> Absolutely. And like I said, positivity to me just breeds a better look, a better feel. Would you quit doing that? That reminds me of last night and. <laughs> Kimberly. <laughs> well, you got to stop looking at these new flash, news flash. You know who Kimberly's boyfriend is, don't yeah, you? Yeah, Don Jr. Don Jr. Yeah, she is dating Don Jr. So uh, that's I think it was sort of ironic. You know who her first husband was? No. Newsom. Oh, Gavin Gov- Newsom? Governor of California. They have a 12-year-old wow, kid. Really? She was the uh, first lady of San Francisco. No, I when did he was, not know that. When he was mayor of San Francisco, they were married. Wow. So it doesn't surprise me that they parted ways. He went way left, and yep. she came on over to the positivity on the right side. Oh, that's too funny. Well, that's a good bit of information there, David. Well, let's get back to, to – let me tell you what happened last week and, and, and some other ways. Uh you know, I was telling you that last week you saw the, – the politicians that you saw last week at the Democratic Convention, think about how they're career politicians, folks. These are the people who cause the problems, and then they say they're going to ride in on a white horse. Oh, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Not a white horse. They're going to ride in on some horse of color, and they're going to save the day. They're going to solve the problems that they cause because I am telling you, ladies and gentlemen, 95% at least of the problems that we face as a country are the cause of – Establishment career politicians. Wait a second. Wait a second. Uh oh. I'm sorry, but how does a jackass ride in on a white or black or purple horse? Backwards. No, I. I don't know. Oh, yeah, we're, you're going to get me in trouble, David. <laughs> Let the emails fly. Aren't, aren't they? Aren't they? Isn't their uh, logo a jackass? I think their logo is a jackass. So um, you are correct, David. You are correct. So maybe. So it will be a donkey of color that they're going to ride in on to try and save the day from the problems with which they created. Because, folks, I'm telling you, I, I'm not making this up. Um, the problems that we have, most of them are government created. Government creates these issues and these problems, and then they go, oh my goodness, there's a crisis. And then they go, well, we can't let a crisis go to waste. And then they stick it to you and we, the people. That's how government works. And, and it's, and it's terrible. And the Democrats lead the way with that. Um, so we have a bunch of, of, of do nothing, uh, Politicians that spoke last week and do nothing activists who, who pretend to come up with some emotional solution to a problem they created. But never ever, and you didn't hear one thing last week of a, of a policy initiative that would actually attack and solve, actually have a solution to any of the problems that face this country, uh, including the Wuhan virus. Folks, I'm, I could go through a whole list like I did on a few shows ago, and you can go look it up. Um, all of my shows are podcasted, so you can go listen to them anytime. If you missed any of the past shows, go look them up. I did a whole show on, on the timeline of the Wuhan COVID-19 virus. Um, a whole timeline I did of the Wuhan 19 showing what the Democrats did and what they were saying versus what Trump did and what he, the policies he enacted. And you can see for yourself that we are so lucky that we had Donald Trump, a businessman who, who was, who was in charge when this Wuhan 19 hit and not a politician. 
um, ladies and gentlemen, Biden's running around and wants to tell you, oh, my gosh, five million people have or have tested positive for uh, the Wuhan 19. Well, 60 million plus people had H1N1. The Biden and, and Obama administration was a complete failure with H1N1. It was by the grace of God that H1N1 wasn't as deadly and didn't attack the elderly like uh, Wuhan 19 does. Uh, that is the only reason they were able to skate by, because they did nothing. And then when the Obama administration and the Biden administration was done, and after they had depleted all of the federal government's uh, stockpile of PPE – and all of the, the, the ventilators, they didn't replenish any of it. They didn't do anything to replenish. Donald J. Trump came into the presidency with bare cupboards. When they went to the cupboards of PPE, which is you know the, the, the uh, personal protection equipment, when they went and looked for the, the ventilators, they were gone because the Biden-Obama administration didn't replenish them. Now... Those are just facts, folks. Facts. Not Biden's truths (laughs) with air quotes. These are facts. So remember that when you're going to the polls in November. So it's all right. So these are the people that you saw last week that are telling you and telling me uh, the same thing every two and four years, that America is awful. America is hopeless. America is racist. Blah, blah, blah. It is the same thing we hear every two and three years. And remember, it was the Obama-Biden administration who had an economy growing at 2% or less for eight years. They they presided over the worst recovering economy on record. Uh, They should have been able to fire that economy up, and with the right policy, they could have. But they didn't because they believe in high taxes. They believe in high regulations, which are the two biggest uh, deaths to an economy. You want to slow an economy down? Raise taxes. You want to slow an economy down? Raise regulation. Um, You want to send jobs overseas? Overseas, raise taxes uh, on people, raise taxes on corporations, which are raising taxes on the consumer. Um, Raise regulations. You will see the economy slow. You will see manufacturing jobs leave the country. Uh, It happens every time, ladies and gentlemen, every time. And Obama and Biden, this administration of eight years, they they didn't have an economy that grew over 2%. a GDP that didn't grow over 2%. Folks, if we don't grow over 2%, we can't even create enough jobs for the new college graduates, let alone all the people who are already out of college and trying to get into the workforce. It just doesn't work. And that is why when you hear Donald Trump or anyone else um, on the on the right or conservative that tells you the Obama economy was just a, 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 a slow, bad economy, it was. I see Democrats on a daily basis all over social media trying to tell you that Trump's a liar because he said the Obama economy was bad. Folks, the numbers are there for you. Just because you were, were, were adequately maybe making it in during the Obama years or, or maybe you happen to be in a Democrat-friendly uh, uh, corporation or a Democrat-friendly type of industry, uh, maybe you were making it and you were doing okay. But that economy was bad. It had the most number of Americans outside the workforce. Not working is what I'm saying there. Uh, it had the most people ever seen join the welfare roles, the disability roles, 
that's the legacy of the Obama Biden uh, administration. That's the legacy of their economy. Uh, that's just fact, folks. That's just fact. And it wasn't like I said. They didn't have one year of an average growth of two percent or more. They didn't. It was two percent or less. Um, you can't. Like I said, you cannot. We can't even provide enough jobs for college graduates at two percent growth. We have to grow stronger than that. All right, folks, take another break. We will be right back. Don't you go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor Show. You can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan, and every family will save thousands of dollars a year. I'm Ellen Deal, and if you've been hurt by the Affordable Care Act, you can email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com to see if we can help. Small business owners, individuals, families, and baby boomers, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com for three easy questions to determine if you can get away from Obamacare. I'm a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry and here to help you for all your insurance needs. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. So, look, let, let me just continue down my list here. Um, so it was Obama who said, uh, this is the new norm. Uh, 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 we're not going to have manufacturing jobs anymore. This is a new economy. Uh, it was Obama who said that. It was Obama who said, uh, uh, you, 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 you didn't build that. Some, somebody else built it for you. Uh, you know, they always speak out against the individual. They always speak out of the, the greatness that can be the individual that can lead to a community of wealth. But they don't want to talk about that. They, they, no, can't talk about that. Uh, so, and it was Obama who said, get used to no manufacturing jobs. They're not coming back. And what's Trump going to do? Wave a magic wand? It was Obama who said that. Well, you know what? I guess, yeah, I guess, I guess Trump had a magic wand somewhere up his sleeve because he basically said, "Here, hold my drink and watch me go to work." Um, but uh, it, it, it was uh, it was Obama that that continually said, "This is the new norm." A that we the Democrats are going to manage a declining U.S. economy. We the Democrats are going to manage a decline in the United States power. That is what Obama and Biden were telling you for eight years. Uh, and again, it just makes me laugh every time I think about him mentioning what has Trump got a magic wand. Well, I guess Trump is freaking Harry Potter. Because he waved something because we had more manufacturing jobs come back to this country than just about ever. Uh, I mean, it was just in, in three years, folks, in three years. So, 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 so ask yourself, remember, it's time to ask yourself why, um, and ask yourself is, is the Democrat view of, of hatred, the Democrat view of a, of a dark America, the, the Democrat view of everyone's, everyone who is, who is white is racist. Everyone who supports, uh, Trump is racist. That Democrat view, is that how the America you want to live in? Is that, are you sure you want to vote for that? Um, Democrats are constantly talking down America. They're constantly talking down what this country has done. They're constantly trying to cancel American history. Uh, they're talking down American citizens. If you look at the Democrats when they speak, 
they put more power for the non-citizen than for the citizen. They will stand up for the non-citizen more than they'll stand up for your constitutional rights as a citizen. Uh, Folks, I'm not making this up. This is not hyperbole. You can look it up and you can see. Uh, I, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. And if that wasn't bad enough, they had the audacity to put Andrew Cuomo on and let him give a recorded speech. And, 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 and I know, I'm pretty sure, almost 100% sure it was recorded speech because you can go look up, uh, Cuomo whenever he does these little things and he's constantly saying, oh, let, let, let's, let's do another take. Oh, oh, let me redo that. Uh, but Cuomo actually got on. They actually put Cuomo's recorded speech on during the convention and he actually was bragging about the way he handled the Wuhan 19. The very man, Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, the very Democrat governor who took sick elderly patients and sent them to elderly homes, not to the Javits Center where President Trump sent and and built a makeshift hospital just for Wuhan 19 patients. The Javits Center, folks, if you don't know what that is, is a huge convention center in the middle of New York City. And well, okay, it's on it's it's near the Hudson River, but it's in New York City. A huge huge convention center. President Trump ran in, sent people in, and they built an amazing facility, an amazing triage hospital for COVID patients. And did Cuomo send the elderly patients there? No. Andrew Cuomo, Democrat governor of New York City, sent sick, infected elderly patients to elderly homes. He forced the elderly homes to accept these patients. Do you know how many thousands of deaths happened in New York and why New York became the epicenter? It is directly because of the actions of the Democrat governor of New York City. And yet the Democrat DNC National Committee felt it a good idea to to allow Cuomo and feature his speech during the convention last week. So he could get on and brag to you and change his own history, pretend that he didn't do what he did. Folks, there are thousands of deaths that are on the hands of Governor Cuomo because of his stupid, idiotic actions of sending sick elderly patients to elderly homes. We knew, and he knew by then, that the Corona Wuhan 19 virus was most dangerous to the elderly. And yet, he didn't send the elderly patients to Javits Center Hospital. He didn't send them to that beautiful ship that was docked there. Nope. He sent them to the elderly homes and caused thousands of deaths. And yet the media is hiding that from you. The Democrat Party is hiding it from you. And in fact, they're so bold. They're so bold because they think that they've done such a great job hiding the truth from you, the people. And they think the media has done such a good job of hiding the truth. And they think that you, the voter, is so stupid 
that you're going to sit there and watch Cuomo give you a pretend version of what happened in New York and not reality of what happened in New York. And then they have the audacity to tell you that the United States is having the worst problem with COVID Wuhan 19. And that is a lie, ladies and gentlemen, an absolute lie. When you look at the numbers, the United States is doing great. And at the same time, we're opening the number one economy in the world. There are uh, places in Spain, France, look all over Europe. They're still having problems with this Wuhan 19 virus worse than we are. We're on the decline, ladies and gentlemen. The Wuhan virus is on the decline in this country. Uh, you're just not going to hear about it until after the election. But I'm telling you, it is time to wake up, and it's time to ask why. Why are the Democrats willing to do this? Why are the Democrats willing to lie so much? Why are Biden and Harris so intent on lying to you? Why is the media covering for them? you got to ask yourself why. Just, I, I mean, I'm telling you. Um, I have no other way to put it, but uh, but anyway. So after Cuomo, uh, they they have that that wasn't enough for them. They feel this is how emboldened they feel. They trotted out former President Bill Clinton and let him give a recorded speech. And his speech wasn't wasn't about hey folks we can make get we can make it from this or we can achieve this or blah blah no no it wasn't anything of positivity they let Bill Clinton be the moral voice of the Democrat Party Bill Clinton had the audacity to sit there and tell you we the people that Trump is a travesty to the Oval Office when it was Bill Clinton. Who use cigars and not to smoke them in the Oval Office. It was Bill Clinton that brought in an early 20-year-old intern and let's just say discussed the Big Bang Theory in the Oval Office. It was Bill Clinton who there are pictures of him with Epstein. Epstein, the man who ran a, let's just say a bordello, an island bordello of underage women. It was Epstein who did this. And it was Bill Clinton who was on his Epstein's plane and visited the island of of uh, underageness. That was Bill Clinton who did that. It was Bill Clinton where you can find a picture of one of these underage girls who, who now maybe not underage at the time she was seen and, and photographed giving Bill Clinton a massage. But it, but she, but that picture's out there, folks. And this is the man that they, they say has the moral voice of America, the moral voice of, of, of the, of, of the Democrat party. Bill Clinton? You see what I'm saying, folks? Ask yourself why. How can they feel so emboldened? They are so void of reality. Or that is how stupid they think you, the voter, are. If you're a Democrat voter out there, and some of you are, some of you are my friends, how can you sit and watch Bill Clinton, who abused women, and we know this, through trials, we know this through the uh, payoffs that the court ordered payments that Bill Clinton had to make more than one woman. Uh, 
Um, we know this. Bill Clinton abused women. Bill Clinton is a predator. Bill Clinton was not nice to women. Bill Clinton doesn't put women up here. Bill Clinton looks at women as, oh, you're my, you're beneath me, you're my play toys. I'm sorry, folks, but that's just the truth. Bill Clinton's history with women is not a good one. And yet, I'm supposed to be mad at Donald Trump for something that he said or did uh, before he was president. Bill Clinton did... Well, let me... Bill Clinton <laughs> discussed the Big Bang Theory with Monica Lewinsky while he was president of the United States. Uh, don't tell me this man can say anything morally. Um, I, I mean, I'm amazed, but but that is how emboldened the Democrats are. That's how dumb they think you, the voter, are. So if you're a Democrat voter out there and you think that, that oh, I'm women, women, I'm a woman, hear me roar, women rights, women this, women that, and then you stand behind Bill Clinton – you really, really, really need to question yourself. You really, really do. So, all right. So, folks, we're coming up to the end, and I want to leave you with this. I want to leave you with this, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as you watch the the Republican convention, and, and I hope you do watch it, because the first five minutes last night was was so positive and was so there was so much greatness to see uh, in just the first five minutes. So, you're going to want to watch more. But I want you to think about this when I tell you about the, the, the negativity and the darkness of the Democrat Party. We, the people, can choose a different path. And we did choose a different path. We chose a man who was never a politician, a man who is still not a politician, a man who cares and a man who loves this country and a man who loves the all Americans. We chose a man who works for the tenacity with the tenacity of a CEO. Who upon his shoulders rests the livelihoods of fellow Americans. That's how a CEO sees it. That's where a CEO, where we're lucky to have President Donald J. Trump as CEO-in-chief, as commander-in-chief, as the 45th president of these United States. Because we are Americans, folks. So lift your heads and watch as many speakers this week as you can. Watch them. Watch with open minds. Allow yourself to see what America is and where she rose from. Have the courage to resist the lies that you've been taught by leftist Democrats and their history-canceling operatives. We are Americans. We live and yearn for freedom. We are Americans. We fight for liberties. We are Americans. We love our country and her citizens because we're Americans. We support a capitalist economy because we've lifted more people out of poverty than any system ever created. We are Americans, folks. Don't go away. Locked and loaded is next with Roger B. Have a good week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.